Hello and welcome to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner and this is my podcast where uh, every episode we make a new playlist for a specific life event, occasion, moment, whatever, with a special guest. And today's special guest uh, is amazing. You might know her from Saturday Night Live or her uh, many stand-up albums and special yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's Sashir Zameda. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, how you doing, Sashir? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to say, today's playlist is, uh, it's a playlist for, I've suddenly got superpowers and now I got to find out how to use them. Yeah. <laughs> I liked that. Thank I like you. That idea. Why'd you choose that one? I guess because that's such a um, pivotal moment for characters in movies. Mm-hmm. Or people who are discovering their powers. Exactly. I mean, it's not just a fiction. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. And that idea of being like, okay, now I got to figure this out. Yeah. It was hard, though, to figure, because I like that idea, but then I was like, oh, the songs that I would attach to that, that that was just really hard. Yeah. It's a little, the, the, the sillier ones are kind of more of a leap emotionally, mm-hmm. I think, like, the ones that are that we've all experienced, the, those themes and topics are like, oh yeah, well, I know. But stuff like this, you're like, oh, okay, I guess how would I feel about it? Yeah. What would I be going? Hmm, okay, I've never experienced that. Yeah, so, yeah. It made me appreciate like, mm, would they be the musical director? Who, whoever picks the songs in movies. Uh, I think that's the 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 song person. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah, well, the song person has the, a tough job. The soundtrack maestro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. Yeah. <laughs> for, you know, being able to put music to mu- emotions. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I was talking recently, a friend of mine is going back to school for um, uh, soundtrack, well, uh, scoring, okay. I guess. Like yeah. She's learning how to, to score movies and stuff. And uh, so I was like... I got, I started getting very nerdy about Hans Zimmer with her. So he did the soundtrack to the first time I noticed him was he did the soundtrack to True Romance, mm-hmm. and that movie is you know it's about a a whore and I can't remember what Christian Slater's deal is. Just a bad dude. He seems like not a great bad guy. Dude, yeah. Um. But both of them with hearts of gold. Yeah. And they fall in love and there's a bunch of shootouts and you know it's it's just like a bunch of sleazoids. Mm-hmm. But the soundtrack underneath it is all this fairy tale music. So yeah. the whole thing seems like this cute little fairy tale. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, that's that, like when I was, I don't know, in high school or whatever, when I discovered that, I was like, oh, my God, this is so important. Yeah. You can completely change it. Yeah. It affects the whole town. Yeah. You could easily be like, no, 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 like have <laughs> intense music for this intense movie. But yeah. I mean, I suppose that's something everyone knows. I don't know. No. Um, so... Have you ever suddenly gotten superpowers? Mm, I well, I did get hit by a car in college. Whoa! And nothing broke, and I was like, I mean, not fine, but like it it could have been worse. Maybe should have been worse. And I was like, maybe this is <laughs> proof that I am. Oh, you're invincible. In- invulnerable. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. Um, and you went to college in Virginia, right? uh, AVA. Yeah, I went yeah. to JMU. Just okay. Yeah. yeah. So I might have known that car. <laughs> oh gosh. I guess I don't know. Um, I often one of my weird uh, magical thinking things is when I've almost gotten hit by cars, been like, "What if I did?" And I'm dead now, and this is just my dream. Uh, yeah, I uh, Jacob's ladder myself. Yeah, a lot, I guess. But then it's like. This is the dream. You know, it's just like go, going through. <laughs> this is the best the, I got. Day to day things. <laughs> Where are the talking rabbits that, talk, that yeah. turn into my childhood teachers? Yeah. 
Just yeah. like normal stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's get into the playlist. Yeah. Okay. First song is to you. Okay. All right. The first song uh, I heard from Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> the video game. It's in the soundtrack. It's by Utada Hikaru, and it's called Sanctuary. I just feel like I can visualize someone running <laughs> yeah. or flying for the first time. Sure, uh, rooftop to rooftop yeah. jumping. Yeah, mm-hmm. climbing walls and just like, like yeah, it just feels very bright mm-hmm. and hopeful. Yeah, suddenly uh, suddenly free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe a, um, a misunderstood teen sort of uh, yeah. coming to terms with their powers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If you were, if you got superpowers, what would you want? I would really want to be able to like uh, teleport, like snap my fingers and be in a different spot. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the best. Yeah, I, I, you no no traffic, mm-hmm. no airports, mm-hmm. no buses. You just you're there. You're just there. Yeah, people don't pick that one enough. It's so it's the perfect one because you're there immediately. I don't have to like fly through the air get like bird shit in my mouth (laughs) be there no one ever discusses the bird shit with flying i mean it has to be rampant superman should be landing just covered in it (laughs) like old feathers stuck in his hair because birds smelling like when they fly well yeah and also like what about the airplane Mm -hmm. exhaust yeah airplane exhaust right or is that just chemtrails uh i don't know okay well, okay, maybe but not there's that. a lot of pollution up there for sure. So he should be landing with tin cans in his hair <laughs> and bird shit on his face, or just like have a mask to like you know, yes, cover that. Someone should sell the, those the mouth and the nose situation. Masks for flying. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. I feel like it, everybody always talks about um, invisibility mm-hmm. or flying, and right, those are yeah. the big two. And yeah, teleporting is great. Also, I think it would improve relationships. You're yeah. not going to text. <laughs> just you're be there. Call. You're just going to be there. <laughs> but more then FaceTime. If you want like more space, then your partner's going to be like, you could just be here. You're like, Can I, I just want to be at home tonight. Well, but maybe that would improve relationships too because you have to have those honest conversations. You're like, look, I could be there, but <laughs> I think we need some time on our own to develop new stories to tell each other. That's true. If we're always together. Yeah. So I'm going to teleport to Beijing. <laughs> I'll see what's happening. You. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come back with great stories. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like that could go bad though. It's like take me with you. <laughs> well, okay, we're not saying that they can teleport. Also, no. I mean, well, I think anytime you have one superhero in a relationship, that's going to be fraught. For sure. I don't think that's talked about enough. Yeah, people are always like, "Oh, it's great." Like, what? Wh- where's the drama between the superhero and the non-superhero? I mean, it's like. I mean, kind of like dating a comedian where it's like, where have you been? <laughs> you're out all night for what? Yeah. You're not funny when you're with me. <laughs> but everybody else thinks you can do all this stuff. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I don't see you in the room when there's a funny guy here. So. <laughs> um, are you a bi- wait before I do? Are you a big uh, video game player? No, not at all. So how did you find this song? Because my brother played the game. He's a video game player. Oh. And I... So you just hang out I while would, he's playing? It's kind of like... my. <laughs> I like doing that. I like sitting while someone else is playing and just watching what they're doing. It is weirdly calming. It is. 
like I don't want to play because it stresses me out. Uh-huh. But I like watching it happen. I do still get a little bit stressed out when someone's trying to do something and they just can't do it. Over yeah. So they're like trying to jump on something. And it, it's like when someone's trying to uh, get a, a lock open with a key and you just want to be like, just, just give it to me. <laughs> but there's no reason to think that I can do it better than Right, exactly. They can. But you want to try. Yeah. And it just gets frustrating watching it over and yeah. over. But Kingdom Hearts is a, a nice one to watch because it's, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. You got Disney characters in it. And the, and the soundtrack's great. Clearly. Yeah. Um, do you, uh, are you and your brother still in the same town? No. So. Not anymore. So I, I, I don't get to watch anymore <laughs> okay. video games. But my boyfriend plays video games and I'll watch uh, that sometimes. Okay. Okay. Plays video games and is a comic. Yes. So. That's like a superhero. A super- <laughs> <laughs> um, my first pick um, is, I think, pretty straight down the middle, exactly what people are looking for from superhero training montages uh bootylicious by <laughs> destiny's child <laughs> you, okay you got a big job coming <laughs> something really important uh-uh. is gonna uh-uh. can you handle this wow do you think you can handle these new powers <laughs> Pro- i mean especially like if there was a team yeah you had like assembling. a team train- yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're like okay we haven't done any of this before but like yeah, yeah, we're gonna be superheroes. Yeah, we're gonna believe in each other. <laughs> <laughs> I can see like a power walk happening here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to I don't know wherever they're getting their costumes or something. Yeah, the costume district. They're going to the costume <laughs> district. <laughs> um, yeah, I and like like somebody trying to do something and like n- it not working out, but everybody else being like, "Come on, girl, you can do it." Yeah, yeah. I initially i I brought up. Um, Destiny's Child because I thought I was going to put Survivor on, mm. but then I was like, "Wait, th- this doesn't have the intro that I that really." Yeah, that intro is good. That right? Yeah, it, from, which is uh, from Edge of Seventeen. Yes, by Stevie Nicks. Um, which yeah, Stevie Nicks's solo uh, release. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I I feel like we all like so much of the superhero training is always solo. Mm-hmm. It's always like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to handle this, but then like, like. Do you remember Chronicle? Did you see Chronicle? I didn't. Mm. Uh, it. I, I kind of hate that I brought it up because, hmm, you know, so many Hollywood projects are fraught with uh, questionable people involvement. Yeah. Um, but that was one where a bunch of people got superpowers at the same time. Fantastic Four. They all got superpowers yeah. at the same time. Um, but Power Rangers? It, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I feel like that's uh, that's something also that could be explored more. Like, yeah. let's help each other figure it out. And, I mean, it's like a band, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, we need to work together to make this thing mm-hmm. work. Yeah, there was a run of um, X Force that kind of treated a superhero team more like a band. Like somebody's popping off as the as the star. Mm-hmm. Are they going to be the breakout? Yeah. How come they're getting more attention? How come Gwen Stefani's on the cover of this magazine? That kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, I feel like I, I want to see more of that. Yeah, I also remember that song being um, like there was just like attention around it because it was like Beyonce's first song that she wrote. Oh yeah, or I don't know if it was the first song she wrote, but it was, like first song she wrote and was on an, an album and was released. Yeah, I just remember them being like, "Wow, Beyonce wrote this." <laughs> I'm surprised that there had. I feel like there has been a lot of like. Um, looking for cat fighting mm-hmm. with Destiny's Child. Yeah. But I'm surprised there has been more. I feel like people are like, ooh, I bet they're mad at each other. Mm, mm, they still yeah. They still did good things together. They did like, do good things together. You know, like, like it hasn't been 
built up into this horrible women hate each other sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. There were there still are some really great YouTube videos of like them throwing shade at each other. Mostly Beyonce mm. throwing shade yes, at each other. Yes, the um the where Kelly Rowland is like, Yeah, you know, we all sing lead and she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, she like just <laughs> like coughs off camera. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's great. Well, just in general, being however old they were, what were they like twenty, twenty two? Oh, they were so young, yeah. Like of being course. that old and being in the public you're gonna your emotions are gonna be so visible. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And you're not gonna I yeah, I have been talking about this a bunch recently that like I think that it took me a long time to realize like you can have feelings that you don't tell people about. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that they're any less right. You just like those are you you can know it. Yeah. And just uh keep it inside. Yeah. It's also hard because so many emotions can be misread. Like mm-hmm. if like I, and I've learned this from talking to other comedians too. Like, oh, them being seeming standoffish or I don't know, cold could just be them being socially awkward mm-hmm. or something. So, like, just you know, when you're so t- much socially awkward, yeah, <laughs> Such social awkwardness, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're a teen, you don't know what you're do- doing with your face all the time. So it could be really like, oh, they have an attitude or like, well, the thing that happened with Sa- Sasha and Malia. When mm-hmm. they when Obama was parting a turkey or something, and they were like rolling their eyes or something, yeah. And it's like, yeah, they're bored. They're teens. They're they're like, this is long, and why are we doing this? Yeah. Um. And then people were like, ugh, disrespectful. Blah 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 blah. So it's like, I don't know. It's yeah. hard to. I wouldn't want a camera in my face that often. Do you think that uh, c- comics are more socially awkward than other people? Yeah, or? absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I think I th- I think so, but I, that's all I know. Yeah. So, I mean, I know other regular people, but, like, not as many of them. Most of the people that I'm surrounded with are comics, and I'm always like, what monsters? And I'm like, wait, maybe is everybody like this? Or or, at a certain point, we've learned to control our emotions enough for an audience. mm -hmm. And I think other people have no reason to learn some of those those practices. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think we just have different ways of communicating to each other. Mm. So, like... I don't know. There's just more. We're used to storytelling, so our stories are better than everybody else's. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when you talk to people who are not comedians, like, I don't know. I feel like I've sometimes I feel like I'm talking to someone and they're like, are you performing? And I'm like, no, Ugh. I'm actually just talking. Yeah. Because that's how I talk. Yeah. But they're not used to that because they just talk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah. Well, not as much as I used to when I was when I was younger mm-hmm. and probably was performing a little bit more and didn't have another outlet for it. Yeah. And so I was just like, yeah, loud and weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, some and also I, like going to comedy social events and being like, okay, that person is clearly upset with that person and this person is being real weird. Nah, 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 nah. Like I... I I feel like sometimes ours is turned up a little bit more yeah. than regular people. And I think it's mostly uh, worrying what other people think about you. Not mm. like, I'm mad at this person, but already assuming that person's mad at you. Yeah. And then that, and then that's a sh- like, then you shut down emotionally. And then that person's like, well, that person's mad shut at me. Shut down emotionally. Yeah. Why are they being so weird to me? Exactly. Yeah. We're just all being weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I get like, I try to remind myself also that the the dopamine that you get from um, saying something nice to somebody or pointing out someone else's good work to other people is just as good as, if not better, than the dopamine that you get from telling someone that they're wrong, which is what I think America 
the world world maybe is addicted to yeah, right now. Yeah, it's true. People love saying, you got that wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it also feels good to be like, oh, you're good. Yeah. Or that's right. Or I agree with you. Because yeah. that, I don't know, you can see a positive result out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't, like, 24 hours later, you aren't like, you don't have a hangover, uh, hangover for, ugh. <laughs> God, it's so early. <laughs> 24 hours later, you don't have a hangover from it. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have been so mean. To yeah. Yeah. I'm never going to regret being like saying a nice thing to somebody. <laughs> exactly. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Um, back to the yeah. playlist. Yes. <laughs> uh, the next choice is yours. Okay. Uh, the next choice is Steve Miller Band, Fly Like an Eagle. Why would you think of this with. I'm just kidding. I guess I was thinking of, like an eagle. Like just flying like, and also I was thinking of Space Jam. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and, and this feels more like I know I have powers. Mm-hmm. Like I like you already went to the part where it's like the discovery, but it's like I know I have it and I'm like trying to be good at it. Mm-hmm. So like enacting those powers. Yeah. So now you're like. You got some confidence behind it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I need to start thinking of myself differently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's an, a, an important part of becoming a superhero is redefining yourself for mm-hmm. yourself. Like, okay, before I can start taking care of other people, I have to be like, hey, I'm the kind of gal who can fly to the moon. Yeah. So I can do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like your posture's a little better, walking around with more confidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you want to play a superhero? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. Is that like a specific dream or is it, if it, it comes along, it sure is a not. specific dream. Really? Yeah, I definitely want to be in a superhero movie. Is that like from childhood or more of a... Yeah, from childhood. And then, you know, as I started acting, I was like, well, that's the thing I really want to do. Yeah. Because I love them. They're so... F- I love superhero movies. I like to see them in the theater. I get a big kick out of it. I feel an emotional response every time I leave. Um... And it'd just be fun to do. Which uh, which superhero movie has really got you going? Um, hmm. I mean, most of the Marvel ones. Uh, yeah, Iron Man was a big... Uh, Iron Man was great. Yeah, like, this is the way we're going to be doing it from now on kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're going to be funny. We're going to be quirky. That's another reason why I'm like, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you need someone to be funny? <laughs> got it. <laughs> yeah, funny... Pretty kicking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kicking, done. Yeah. Got it. Um, or y- punching, or punching, or punching. I loved all the X Men movies. Not all. The I oh, guess shit. <laughs> <laughs> the like, uh, hmm. I was gonna say Hugh Jackman <laughs> era, but he's in all of them. <laughs> Is he? Is he like the one who's been in all of them? Yeah, uh, truly. I feel. I feel kind of weird, by the way, having this conversation with you, with like Aristotle in the corner, basically being. <laughs> A, a Wikipedia of this stuff, but I'm seeing him nod when we're right. That's good. Okay, yeah. It makes you feel good. Um, <laughs> now he's upset with me. <laughs> well, they like, now they're doing like the younger version of yeah. all the X-Men characters, yeah. but Hugh Jackman is still there. Well, I mean, you're not going to kick Hugh Jackman out of no, your movie, No, he's, right? he's the cash cow. Yeah. And I love him. I like, also really liked Logan. That was really cool. Yeah, I got to watch that one. I started to... It's like the gritty one. Yeah. I, I'm very bad at watching movies at home. Yeah. And I should have seen that one in the theater. Yes. I saw that one in the theater and it was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like superhero movies also now are getting very um, soundtrack heavy. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, Suicide Squad was, I was like, how did they have so much money for all this music? It was just like tons of copyrighted music. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, great soundtrack, but I was like, good Lord. Would you play a villain? I would, yeah. Would you be as amped? Yeah, I would. I feel like I'd probably be better as a hero. Oh, see, I feel like I'd be better as a villain. Yeah. I would love that, yeah. I just feel like I'm not, I feel like I sound like an eight-year-old sometimes, <laughs> and so I don't think I would be a passable villain. <laughs> like the tone of your voice? Yeah. Just Come like, on, give it a try. Give us an, e- give us an evil villain voice. I found <laughs> nope. you. Okay, I see your point. <laughs> I see your point. Okay. I got you, Superman. <laughs> okay, so like maybe a Power Rangers villain. <laughs> you're like in a cloak and a trash can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've got more of the like, uh, oh, I see. Yeah. So we've found you here now. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I have a hard time passing for hero. <laughs> Like, uh, uh, we're going to save this city. <laughs> yeah, it still sounds evil. Yeah, see, it sounds <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well. It was that laugh. Yeah. I can't help but laugh when I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> At the fools who believe me. Oh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a song called uh, Joni by Julian Villard. This is real training montage Yeah. Deep in my darkest hour. That's when I feel the power. Full disclosure, he's a friend of mine. Oh. Uh, but I was a fan of his music before we came, became friends. Yeah. We ended up doing a... Uh, a voiceover job together years ago and I was like you have to be friends with me now oh, also because I have all these CDs um, but that song uh, I used to wake up to it every morning also and I feel like it's really gotta like yeah I'm gonna fight I'm gonna mm-hmm. do all this stuff so like it will like listen to the chorus so I feel like that um uh, a lot of the a lot of superhero stories have a okay. Why am I going to? I mean, all of them, I guess. Why am I going to learn how to use this? You know, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think one of them is like, or a lot of them is like for other people. Yeah. Um, it's not just I need to redefine myself for me. It's I got to take care of these people that I care about, and suddenly I have a new way to do it. And yeah. I feel like this is kind of like a love twist on that. Yeah, like I'm gonna learn. In my mind, it's uh, it's a lot of training montages and uh, and and you know punching bad guys and zombies uh, to save someone that you care about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's 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 why I like that one. It feels like uh, the like it's after the moment where someone got pissed off, like maybe a family member or a. Um, significant other they're like you're just wrong or whatever <laughs> and then this person and then the main character who's now a superhero is like you know what i'm gonna I'm make it right yeah <laughs> yeah they're like oh yeah they're like they're alone in their backyard kicking rocks like man mm-hmm. i don't want to be the kind of person who's wrong yeah and now i've got a way to not be wrong yeah i'm gonna be a good guy yeah yeah exactly i had a really hard time not making every song in this playlist have that kind of intro too, of that like anticipatory bump 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 mm-hmm. bump um and they kind of do in yeah. variations that uh you know the edge of 17 thing this um, yeah but yeah i feel like that's that 
humming sort of anticipation of, oh my gosh, I'm going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's something about the repetition that makes your body feel like, oh, yeah. something's about to happen. You have a big music background, right? Yeah, ish. Um, I was in choir since I was nine. I like sang in my church choir, and then I did show choir in high school and musicals Ooh, in college. show choir. Yeah. Nice. It was like my life. <laughs> How big was your show choir? Pretty big. We had 40 girls. Holy wow. Yeah. That is huge. Yeah. So you went to like one of those really big high schools? Really big high school, and we would go to competitions Whoa. and, uh, yeah, like perform for the state. <laughs> Where did show choir rank in the uh, popularity index in your school? Like, was that like, oh, my God, it's the show choir girls. It was like the show choir losers, you know, or were people nice at your school? Um, there were there were so many people that it kind of was like, you're fine. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there were people who were like who felt like they were nerds and felt they were definitely jocks. And then I don't know. But also, I felt like I did a lot of nerdy stuff, but mm-hmm. I didn't feel nerdy. Mm-hmm. Um, so show choir. I think people just like, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. I don't get it? Yeah. But to each their own. Yeah, basically. It wasn't like, ew, you guys are gross or like, this is stupid. It was just like, if it, this is a thing that is here, yeah. <laughs> no one's going to go to the shows. No students went to the shows that we had at the school or like, it was like, really? Or not none, but like, mostly people in the arts would go. Like from the community? Yeah. So wow. it was like the drama community or, uh, I guess that's it. Drama, musicals. Um, so you guys weren't doing like pop, like top 40 songs. We were doing a lot of Barbara Streisand. Ooh. <laughs> not even Barbara does that anymore. I guess not. Yeah. Because um, yeah, our teacher loves her. So so we, we do a lot of that. And like musical songs too. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you love Barbara Streisand, that's a great job to get. Yeah. Show choir director. Yeah. Just make all these kids <laughs> learn about Barbara. Yeah. Make them sing Don't Rain On My Parade. Uh-huh. Which we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I remember when Glee came out, which I guess is, yeah, that's show choir. It is. Yeah. Um, and they were like, they're, they're the pariahs of the school. I was like, well, that's the part that I really don't connect with because in my school, well, in my college, the show choir was like the the badasses. Yeah, yeah. Like they would sort of lord it over other people. Like, <laughs> so sad that you couldn't get into Madisonians. Like, <laughs> uh, I didn't even know it was a thing. Oh, we're a very big thing. Acapella like they had, was they huge go- in my my college. Did you guys have jackets? Um, there were <laughs> there were so many acapella groups that each one had a personality. So there were there were like the Virginia gentlemen who had like blazers. They were like uh-huh. buttoned up, and then they, they were like I can't remember all the names, but there was like the goofy one that had like Hawaiian beach robes, oh, and, and they like, were they were Converse All Stars. And... Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they did wacky arrangements of songs you totally wouldn't expect. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, the funny ones, but they were like kind of hot. <laughs> well, then, I mean, in college, in college, kind of hot and kind of sloppy. Very true. Because you know you're young, but you, you don't, don't know, know what to put, do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what to do with yourself yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you got that young people skin. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Sticks in the right places. Yeah, it stays up. And there was like the sexy girls who wore like all black and then like a little bit of cleave, and mm. then uh, the you know put together girls, and it just like all so it was, I guess like a fraternity and sorority, except they sang. Yeah. What did you go to school for? I, I I went for I thought I was gonna do journalism and then I got there and I was like I like acting so oh. I yeah majored in drama and media studies. 
Yeah. I majored in media studies for oh. TV, yeah. which I forever was like, oh, this is useless. Um, I'm just very good at watching TV, so that's uh-huh. the best thing to do with it. And now I'm like, oh, wait, I guess I actually do work in this. You do work in the <laughs> field, yeah. yeah. So it turns out it wasn't useless. Yeah. Um, let's do your song. Okay. This is Kings of Leon, <laughs> You Somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm seeing another like sunshiny uh, shot from over a head, uh, from a head with like like a lot of turning, <laughs> yeah. like spinning and like ah, oh, I am a superhero now. Yeah, yeah. I see someone just like flying in the distance into the sunset. Yeah, and I laughed when I introduced this, not as a critique of the song, <laughs> but it's, I just feel like it's used for everything. Yeah, but it is such a emotional song. Yeah, that like. You know, when you have many voices going, whoa, everyone, yeah. it just feels like it's perfect good. for jumping off of a cruise ship, <laughs> for looking at Machu Picchu, yeah. a fast for, car. Yeah, like. yeah, exactly. For for watching your, your child drive off to college for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, man, we're all alive. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us being alive. It's yeah. One of those those every man songs It's for everything, mm-hmm. everything and everyone. Yeah. As long as it's a, uh, a sort of up, up, I don't, what's, <laughs> like a, a, a yay feeling. Yeah, it's like, definitely a yay Like feeling. you don't want someone to come over after you've broken up with someone and be like, hey, let's listen to some music. <laughs> yeah, 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 that would be inappropriate oh, yeah. for the town. You're like, oh God, I'm so sorry about your sister dying here. Here's Whoa. This. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, things aren't going to be bad forever. Let's go to Machu Picchu. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's definitely like a, I don't know. Just like a resounding, yeah, we're doing this kind of feeling. Yeah. Is this uh, is this a song that you listen to frequently or you're just like... When it came out, yeah. Yeah? Because this feels good. Yeah. When did this come out? I feel like a while ago. Yeah, let me look this one up. But just like, it, yeah, it's in everything. They must have made so much money off that song. It's in like, what, 60 movies and 500 commercials? It is in 62 movies and 300 commercials. Is this so you're real? Pretty, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I, was like, I was like, where are you looking this up? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm yes, sort of ing you. Um, it's a complicated yes and. Uh, yeah, it, w- it came out in 2008. So, oh, so yeah, over, so 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. What a journey. <laughs> and it's a- still relevant. Yeah. Yeah. It still feels good. Um, oh, man. It was number one on the official airplay chart for six consecutive weeks. It yep. was a huge success in the U.S. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, this definitely was not what I was listening to in 2008. No? Um, no. 2008, probably something uh, moody. Mm-hmm. Maybe angry. Yeah. Maybe maybe just a bunch of show tunes. <laughs> Which also can be moody and angry. Exactly. But they tell you exactly why. They, they explain. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, I'm moody and angry because my baby left me. Um, they really lay it out for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, all of yours are, are um, uh, uh, happy. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, because that just, I guess I've rarely seen or heard of a moment where someone discovered powers 
and didn't like it, mm. you know? And they were like, oh, no. There's usually that moment where it's like, this is a lot of responsibility. Yeah. But rarely is it like, I can't handle this. I don't want it. Well, see, these are the powers that people talk about. Yeah. Because for sure, if we're, if we're in a world where there are powers, there's going to be some bad ones. Mm-hmm. There's going to be like... Um, bones stick out of my skin all the time. <laughs> like yes. they keep just jutting out of my skin. <laughs> of course, the big one is always like, ah, I just can't control my butt, which <laughs> that's actually just a condition. It's a few different conditions. Um, but yeah, with it in the, uh, in the X-Men universe, people are, I've heard people be like, oh, how come all the mutants are always beautiful? But they're not. There were the Morlocks. Do you mm-hmm. know about them? Yes. Yeah, so who lived in the sewers and were the ugly mutants. Yeah. Like, what if the mutation was, you're just gross. You're just gross looking and can't, like, live out mm-hmm. or around yeah. regular looking people. Yeah. So, you know, there's all kinds of superpowers. That's true. Yeah, but, yeah, but we don't hear those stories. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also, like, abilities that are just useless. I'm sure there are, like, super <laughs> abilities that there's just no. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, my fingernails grow really fast. Just too fast. That's all. <laughs> uh, imagine ending up at like a Professor Xavier school for the gifted and everybody else is like flying into the sun. You're like, I have this fingernail thing. <laughs> also, just ask me, ask me anything about Fleetwood Mac. I know it. I don't know why. I've never been a fan. I just know it all. The information just keeps popping into my head. Yeah. It's very specific. <laughs> um, well, I think that I mean, of course, the other option is you get superpowers and rather than become a hero. Become a villain. Yeah. Yeah. So my next pick is um, Love Me or Hate Me by Lady Sovereign. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. It's officially the biggest midget in the game. I don't know. Like, I don't understand why we're not all all talking about Lady Sovereign all the time and, like, where did she go? Yeah. Because she was... <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. So this is like you got a superpower and you're like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do with this. But like the bad guys find you and are like, mm, we yeah, could, we could teach you what to do with this. Mm-hmm. What if uh, what if we trained you Ooh. and you're like an angsty teen is like, yeah, well, maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. Mom and dad. Maybe I'm supposed to blow up the world because the world doesn't even care about me. Yeah. Yeah. When you're young. And have these confusing powers. <laughs> you can be yeah. swayed either way. Yeah. Yeah. Powers always come up with adolescence, which, you know, I get it. Your body's going through changes. Mm-hmm. Suddenly you can turn light into matter. But what about the later in life superpowers? Yeah. No one like develops powers at like 35. Yeah. And Not, I th- at least in these stories. And, and I they think, could. I think that, yeah, I think it's sad. It reinforces this idea that you can't start a new career at 35. Yeah. Or 40, 45. Yeah. Why not? It'd actually make more sense to start later. Yeah, you could fall in acid at that point in your life. Yeah. Or whatever. Because then at least you're just dealing with that. You're not mm-hmm. also dealing with like, and high school. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. Like half the time, yeah, if, uh, again, why aren't there more teen superheroes being like, oh my God, this uh, I, uh, I, I got infected with gamma rays and now suddenly I can hover above the ground and my vagina bleeds? Yeah, like, yeah. What's <laughs> going on period? with me? <laughs> and, and like I get really mad at my friends once a month and then I don't, like I cry a lot about it and I don't know why. <laughs> like that, that, that makes it, I would buy that. Yeah. I would believe that. 
Um, did you watch End of the Fucking World? No, I started to. That's yeah. the one with the uh, the sociopath and the girl. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it too. There's a scene in there. Um, I can't remember which episode, but I think it's towards the end. But they're like separated for a moment, mm-hmm. the two main characters, and the girl starts her period, which is mm-hmm. normal. But then she's like, I have to go steal underwear and like figure mm-hmm. out how to like stop this. Yeah, but it's like, I guess you. I rarely see like teens on an adventure. Where they have that moment where they're like, oh, someone's bleeding now, so we have to address this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, I remember being in Sunday school and getting told Bible stories and getting taught Bible stories. Even I went to like a hippie church, so they'd be like, but also Buddha thinks this and the Native Americans think this. And here's this Jesus oh, story. Wow. Yeah. But in all the Bible, but of course we got more Bible stories than anything else because that's, you know, that's, <laughs> I'm in America. <laughs> um, but I would always be like, yeah, but when did they pee? <laughs> How come no one ever talks about when they pee? Which I guess you could ask about anything. I don't know why I was so fixated on just the, on just the Bible. Bible and bathroom stuff. I'm like, I, I got an, I like, did they dig holes? What was happening? How did they, where'd they go? What was it? There's no plumbing. I know that. <laughs> um, That'd be so funny if, if it was in there and they're like, and then Jesus peed. <laughs> and then he took a moment to relieve himself. <laughs> and lo... All the disciples turned away, for it was a private moment for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> or but, maybe he was like, was it Lyndon B. Johnson who would like take a shit while, during meetings? With the door open, with talking door to people? Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. Jesus was doing that too as he's yeah. like talking to He was like, hey, you know what? I say we get the merchants out of the temple. <laughs> they're like, oh, Jesus, just put your robe down. <laughs> what? Come on, it's a natural thing. <laughs> what? Like you guys don't do it. Oh, you don't. I know you, Paul. <laughs> so uptight. Um, <laughs> yes, bro CEO Jesus. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, light a candle. A what? Okay, uh, a, an oil lamp. Light an oil lamp. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, mm. but adolescence... I mean, and, and so much, so many superpower things are really just a metaphor mm-hmm. for adolescence. Also, a lot of werewolf stuff is a is a metaphor for adolescence. Oh yeah, just getting hairier, getting hairier. <laughs> Once a month, when the moon comes out, you have this weird bloodlust. Uh-huh. Um, which okay, bloodlust and bleeding are they're they're different things. Yeah. But your body changes. Yeah, you're connected to the moon. Yeah, um, and it's something. And in most modern tellings of of uh, uh, werewolves i haven't really gone back and <laughs> looked in the past that much um it it is something that comes around adolescence like you yeah it's something that's uh, handed down through families or you know yeah okay when you're bit by a werewolf that's mm-hmm. a thing too you could mm-hmm. be bit by werewolves um but yeah and that's not true of a lot of the, like you don't become a vampire suddenly when you're 13 no unless you get bitten by a vampire suddenly when you're 13 yeah vampires can be adults mm-hmm they usually are, right? They're just whatever age they were when they became vampires. I guess so. Because there was that little baby Kristen Dunst one. That's true. Yeah. That was spooky. She was a little, little baby vampire. But she was hundreds of years old, so she wanted to fuck. That's crazy. Yeah, it was not okay. <laughs> what kind of minds think of these things? <laughs> and enjoy uh, them. Ooh, maybe. Uh, um, yeah, but that's Lady Sovereign. And yeah, I don't know <laughs> what happened to her. I it's one of those things that I look up every few years and then never retain. Yeah, that I'm like, where, why? Because she, um, see, it looks like the last album she put out was maybe 2009. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess, I mean, that sounds like she's done. Yeah. Yeah. Or not. People make comebacks way later. Yeah. I guess, yeah. If Did she begat Iggy Azalea? Hmm. <sighs> Who's also to... back. Is she? I just heard her a single this morning in the, in the car. Over. Mm. Okay. So, she's we'll back. S- we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that Cardi B is touring with, uh, I think, Bruno Mars. Oh, fun. Yeah, That's right? a fun tour, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you do. You go on tour as a feature act, even though you're popping. Mm-hmm. You don't try to headline a tour and just tra- destroy yeah. your whole career. Collect all those fans. Yeah. Because Bruno has a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do your next song. This next song is Paramore Decode. Oh, yeah. I could only find a live version of this. Oh, that's fine. (laughs) It's fun to hear other people get just as excited as you. Yeah. Again, a song that you could jump off of a cruise ship to. You could see Machu Picchu too. Definitely. And it's got that like dun 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 build up to it. Ooh, but you could also be wearing a lot of eye makeup with this. You could be, yeah. you could have some pain. You could be somewhat dark. This was the on the soundtrack for uh, Twilight. Yes. And so it's pain very... Pain and darkness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vampires. <laughs> but yeah, this also feels like uh, some sort of like discovery mm-hmm. is happening. I am reborn. Mm-hmm. Let's, hear this, let's hear the chorus. It's just good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's good. Yeah, this is that like that pain and like there's a loneliness with being a superhero. There's a I have to leave things behind. Mm-hmm. But it's because I am just too big for what I used to be. Yeah. I'm I'm just a, I'm I'm on a whole nother level now. Yeah, life is changing. Yeah, it's it's emotionally difficult to become a superhero. <laughs> and I think people don't think about it. Yeah. I just think it's that's, that's like a fun thing to do. No. I mean, you you're probably going to have to move out of your parents' place. You probably have to cut people out of your life who don't understand. Especially haters. I'll get the haters out of can't your life. can't have toxic people in your life. <laughs> you can't. You have people to save. Yeah. Yeah. The, the world is counting on you whether they know it or not. Mm-hmm. You can't have people being like, should you really act like that? Really? You're going to wear that underpants outside of your tights? No, Yuck. you just need positive energy. Yeah. So, yeah. All the haters got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also just like, just extraneous people in your life where you're like, I don't have time to get coffee with you. <laughs> I feel like possibly are we talking about also maybe like a shift in career like maybe when you get on a very famous TV show and your own profile raises just a bit Sashir hmm no I don't think <laughs> no you don't see any similarities with that I don't see any similarities I mean but also I mean yes that but maybe also getting older where I'm just like mm. I really am paring down people in my life to and not like cutting people out like no, yeah but just being like i these are people who make me feel really good mm-hmm. so i spend all my time with those people yeah and some people also make me feel good but are work yeah where it feels like work to go see them or go talk to them like, or like i feel emotionally drained after we're done talking because some people are like <laughs> emotion need need. yeah they're like they're, they're sucking your energy for whatever reason and you know that maybe they're going through something which is totally mm-hmm. fine but it might not well, be there, there are also people who will be going through something and it doesn't 
destroy you exactly. in the same way or it doesn't like pull from you in the same way. Yeah. So it's not, yeah, I think that it's, it always used to bother me when I would see articles about like, quote unquote, toxic people. Mm-hmm. Like you got to get toxic people. Because I'm like, well, everybody's just a person. It's not yeah. like there's some people who are like stamped with something. But sometimes the chemistry between you ends up doing that. Yeah. Um, and someone can feel like a, a needy drain to mm-hmm. you, whereas they wouldn't feel that way to someone else and someone else wouldn't feel that way to you. Yeah. It could, it could be based in like where you are in your life mm-hmm. in that moment. And or what you trigger in them. Yeah. Or what they trigger in you. Yeah. Like, I, I, I know that I've been, I've had people that I'm like, yeah, I kind of, kind of step back from you because you, you don't bring out the best in me and it's not because of you. Mm-hmm. It's because like. It's just our energy together. Yeah. Creates this thing. Yeah. And like you're, you're, you're triggering stuff in me that I'm, I, I, I got to go deal with. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go deal with that and we'll, we can have a new kind of relationship, new kind of friendship. Yeah. And that's also nice too. And maybe because, because I'm getting older and have gone through therapy and other things that are like readjusting my idea of certain friendships where it's like, oh, you were this to me at one point in time, but now I'm viewing this relationship more as a, a as a this, like a different thing. It's just like, okay, we don't see each other every day or we don't talk every day or we don't. I don't know, take trips together anymore. But now you're this. I still call you every once in a while for advice. Or, you know, just like, it's just different. You're still in my life, but just not as it was. Which is also a thing that has to be communicated. That other person has to understand mm. that too. And not just be like, that's what I think and that's what you're going to deal with. Like, yeah, both parties should hopefully be okay with that. Yeah, I don't... Do you think that always has to be communicated? Or like something Maybe not sort of always. organically... I mean, like, yeah. Should I make some phone calls? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends because I've also been on the other end of that, been and been like, well, why aren't I? Why why am I treated being treated differently? Mm. Um. So if it's like a drastic shift, then yes, that, that doesn't need to be discussed. But if it's just like I don't know, someone's calling less. Yeah, that's okay. Well, I also think that I think that we get children get treated so differently, and their lives are so differently so different from the entire rest of their lives. I think it sets you up in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, on the one hand, you have your family, which, especially with extended family, you got to have people around and probably sometimes even hug them that you're like, yeah, I don't jam on you. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're part of my world. I'm not going to be like, hey, can we not have cousin whoever at Thanksgiving? Because we just, we don't see eye to eye. Right. Like, no, they're going to be there. They're going to be there. Um, and so I think that, it's a revelation at some point in your life and you're like, oh yeah, but with other people, they don't have to be there. Mm-hmm. I can just ha- stop having yeah. them participate in my life. And then on the other hand, you go, th- you grow up going to school with all of your friends, most of your friends. Yeah. So you see them every day, all the time. And then when you become an adult, your very good friends could be people that you see once a month, once every few months Yeah. that you do- just don't talk to as often. And it doesn't mean that you're, you don't like them or yeah. aren't close with them. It's just like, that's not how we work. As yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, otherwise you would just, I guess, be friends with all your all the people you work with. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's only, there's like two people I talk to every day and ba- not even every day. Just like, there's no, there, I don't have a huge group of people who I'm like, we always see each other. Yeah. Also, I, and I can't tell if this is because of a profile thing or just me getting older, but like I, really enjoy one-on-one mm-hmm. intense moments as mm-hmm. opposed to like parties or like let's all hang out even when you know when i come to la and people are like let's hang out i'll, I'll ask who's there 
And then if they're like, so, if they say a name I don't know, I'm like, I probably won't show up. Whoa. And that par- person's probably great. And like, I like the friend. So like, they probably have good taste. But I am less inclined to make new friends now. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't. Because it takes effort yeah, <laughs> to be like, who are you? And all this, you know, if I'm in the mood to be like, I just want to sit down, have a drink and just dish with my good friend. Yeah. And they're like, here's a new person. Then I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I've had, I've, I've even had the thing where you, you meet somebody and you're like, oh man, I like you so much. We should hang out. We are not going to. We're not going to. But this was great. Like yeah. I, it, it really isn't that I don't want to or that we're just too busy. It's just like no no room yeah um goodbye <laughs> good luck Ship with everything into the night yeah yeah and sometimes i mean it's also not like i ha- don't have new friends i am still yeah. making new friends but uh if if it depends on my mood if i'm not when i was younger i would be like i would venture off into the city and go to <laughs> bars and meet new people and exchange my number and all this all this other stuff but now i'm just like who is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i do wonder if like I don't know. Do you feel like you need to be a little bit more protected because you are famous? I think a little, yeah. I mean, not a little. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, my boyfriend and I had a discussion about, like, he he wanted some weed delivered to my apartment. Mm. And I was like, I would actually not. I don't, I don't want that. Because I, I yeah. used to live in a place where everyone knew where, where I lived. And then I moved. And I was like, I'd actually really appreciate no one knowing where I live. Yeah. Because... You know, thankfully nothing's happened so far, but there, there's also, like, if you're a woman in the public eye, stalkers are a thing. For sure. Or just someone digging through your trash and collecting your credit card information. Like, I just don't want people to know anything about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, and, it's, and there, to an extent, there's kind of no way of knowing what they do already know. I know. So anything you can protect, you want to protect. Yeah. You're like, look. There's there's marbles of information about me all over the place, yeah. and I can't possibly pick them all out. So the ones in my bag stay in my bag. Exactly. That's a metaphor that a lot of people use. It's a frequent all the marbles thing. in the bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, <laughs> informational marbles. I think that it was from the Bible. Um, well, is it me now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think this song goes on every playlist. It's uh, twenty five or six to four by Chicago. See what I'm saying about that anticipatory? Yeah. I feel like a lot of the songs I picked for this were like, girl superhero? Yeah. And this one, I was like, what about like a middle-aged man superhero? (laughs) But I could also see this for a girl too. Yeah, that's true. Like in the 80s or something, I don't Mm -hmm. know. Yeah, those horns jazz it up. Yeah. Waiting for the break of day. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yes, this is this song about trying to figure out if you should do more cocaine in the middle of the night. <laughs> yes, sure, okay, but I think that it's also, like, trying to figure out what to do with your skills. Mm-hmm. Should they be super mm-hmm. skills or not? Um, yeah, and, uh, so, yeah, I, 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 I just see a lot of handstands, flips. Uh-huh. Arrow shooting, maybe. yeah. Yeah. I don't, you know, I think it would be a real bummer to become a superhero and need props. You know, like you have to have a deck of cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to have your arrows. Even you got to have that ring. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. What if you leave the house and you forgot your ring? Yeah. 
And people are like, uh, excuse me, someone's carrying a bus. And you're like, I don't have the ring. I just, I thought I was picking up tampons. I don't, ah, <laughs> should have used a delivery service. <laughs> what? <laughs> you're hardly even a superhero at that point. Yeah. I mean, I guess Batman is the the worst case scenario for he that. He has so many props. And no superpowers. No. Just money. Yeah. Yeah, he's the rich kid who sits at the table with the cool kids. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't have that cool but I could get you all tickets to Prince. <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck yeah, we're going to hang out all with right, Bruce. All right, fine, yeah. Yeah. Come along. Yeah. I guess, and also, uh, maybe that's the experience thing that we don't get to see where it's like, you have to leave your house without your ring mm-hmm. a couple times before you're like, okay, I guess I never leave without the ring. Yeah. Like, you know. Is that what being married is? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, but... I mean, same thing with like just life, you know, takes a few times. Eventually I learned I should probably have a panty liner or something with me <laughs> in case I start bleeding because mm-hmm. my period's unpredictable mm-hmm. or like, uh, you know, when I was running around in New York all the time and I'd be like going to auditions and then meetings and then shows and like staying out all day. I'd be like, I should probably bring deodorant because I'm, oh. I'm not going home. Man, that bag that you have to carry in New York is no joke. It's no joke. That's why moving to L.A. and getting... Little tiny bags. Ooh, I love carrying a little tiny bag. It's so tiny. Yeah. It's, uh, it's practically impractical. But it's not. It works here because I got a car. My car you're, you're, is my bag here. Exactly. That's full of all that junk. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember when I lived in New York, you'd, I would have to like stop and buy new clothes half the time. Yeah. She'd be like, well, these are destroyed. Or like, well, this isn't right for whatever. Or, mm-hmm. oh shit, I thought I could go home before this date slash show slash whatever. whatever. Yeah. But now, and so my m- my wardrobe was just full of shit I like half wanted if that Mm -hmm. but was good enough for whatever yeah (laughs) and yeah uh, deodorant um, toothbrush toothpaste I like have a little travel kit I had to buy flip flops uh, because my heel broke Mm. so I had to get some sort of shoe to go home with yeah Um, yeah it's a a hellscape but you're still enjoying it I I still love it yeah (laughs) I am yeah but I don't have to I don't have to do that backpack thing anymore (laughs) nice i can just take a lift mm. you know because i have money <laughs> sometimes it's not even about money though i mean for me when i was living there for sure it was yeah. about money but like you know if you live if we, certain times a day traffic yes. yeah if you live there you, you just yeah. it's just easier to run into this place and grab some stuff than like try to get uptown 20 blocks right but I just have, I have less days like that because I have days where it's like I have a class at UCB. I mm-hmm. have a commercial audition down the street. I have a, a improv practice or whatever and then a show. Yeah. And I'm just like in the city all day. Now I don't have that anymore. So you can get successful enough to have New York not be horrible to live in? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah, girl. <laughs> wow. Yeah, when I, I got a, I got uh, a TV job and moved back and was like, now it's going to be totally different. And I was like, nope, still in the subway. People are still mad at each other here. Oh, well, yeah. All that's still the same. Yeah. And I'm still on the subway, too. But, uh, I don't know, different times of day. Mm. I'm usually there when it's, like, cleared out. Yes. I'm not on the train during the rush hour, so I don't, I'm not cramped and sweaty. And Yeah. Watching other people, people put on their makeup and tweeze mm-hmm. their eyebrows. Yeah. Ugh. The, the, the subway, all of New York, but especially the subway, I think, I used to think it was, like, um, sharing an apartment with all of those people. Like, yeah. Sometimes it's the kitchen. Sometimes it's a living room, sometimes it's a bedroom, and sometimes it's a bathroom. Yeah, it can be all those things. Yeah. I've seen it be all those things. Mm-hmm. But also, <laughs> I kind of like that. 
you're just really in the thick of it all the time. Yeah. Seeing people live. Yeah. Seeing, their human lives. Seeing humans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it can be easy to just be like, I'm just going to stay in my apartment all the time and get in the car immediately and then go do my job and go right back. Most of the time I do that. But sometimes it's nice to like just be on the subway and be like, oh, there's something nasty happening over there. <laughs> true i think we all want to participate in nasty no i don't i don't think that's (laughs) true um but it is definitely like it's something i'm glad i did yeah i'm really glad that i that i lived there um but you have no interest in leaving not yet yeah we'll see Mm -hmm. but right now i still love it yeah yeah that's good next one is it me yes this one is rabbit heart parentheses raise it up by Florence and the Machine. This is kind of like in a fairyland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is one of those superpowers where like it's like a, like an intergalactic side. I think so. Yeah, like you're part of another world that yeah. you had no idea you were part of, mm-hmm. and now you see. Oh wow. Wow, there's magic around me all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's always been there. Yeah. I just needed to access it. Maybe I'm a princess for this world. Maybe some sort of warrior, a witch, whatever. Mm-hmm. But wow, now I'm going to have to bring this back into my world. Yeah. But I have been changed by being within it. It reminds me of like Fern Gully. Mm. Where that man falls into this like fairy land. Did not see Fern Gully. Okay. Should I? It's basically Avatar. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, yeah, it's like. I think he is a, a construction worker. They're like about to tear this rainforest down. And then a fairy makes this man small. She picks the hottest construction guy to do that. I mean, too. if you're going to pick a construction guy, pick the hot one. <laughs> and then he's like, whoa, the rainforest is actually really cool. Because <laughs> it's like a lot of magic stuff in here. And then, uh, and then they all fight to stop these machines from destroying their home. Their home. Hmm. And then I can't remember how it ends. I don't know if he becomes big again or if he stays in the fairyland but it's pretty much what avatar is i mean you'd have to become big again to stop the people right yeah maybe mm-hmm. i can't that part i can't remember i feel like the animals helped out in some Ooh. sort of way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah i think there was there was a a bit of this in in true blood also mm-hmm. they, they could see like oh there's this other world that the fairies are all part of mm-hmm. um yeah if you got superpowers and it was like this is like the the protective kind like i have to protect this other world that yeah. no one else is knows about or respects or whatever um like what would your what do you feel like your crusade would be hmm uh protecting black people <laughs> okay <laughs> that's a good one yeah right yeah I just, yeah, I'd want to protect all the black people. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, and I think you'd be well-suited. I mean, unless it, unless your power was only um, transporting. Because um, mm. then, I mean, yeah. you just like go, go see a lot of black people and be like, hey, I'm looking out for you. Hey, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. They're coming. Are you excited about Black, Pan- black Panther? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. You haven't seen it yet, have you? No. But just the trailers. Just the trailers. And I cannot wait. It's it looks so good. It looks And I so feel good. like I feel like that trailer is like looking at all the other forthcoming superhero movies with its arms folded, like, well, so what are you gonna do? <laughs> Cause is it gonna be this kind of world building and this awesome? 
and make people this proud of themselves. Yeah. Because uh, you got a lot of boxes to check these days because we did it. I mean, it's already like breaking records of like pre-sales. the most pre-sales yeah, of any Marvel movie. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But not crazy because we've been thirsty for this. Well, I, yeah. And I think when we, we all ha- yeah. have been that it's like on the, on the most mundane level, it's the same story over and over again. So throwing a few changes into that is yeah. like, oh, this is a this is all it took to make it feel new and exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, let's do that more. Yeah, let's please do that more. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's very refreshing. I can't wait to see it. I mean, I have no doubt it'll be great. And mm. even if it's not, I won't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to watch it again. That's a great policy. <laughs> I think that's very important. That's how I end uh, my live shows. I'm like, hey, if you like this, please tell your friends. If you didn't, go fuck yourself. Just don't talk about it. Just don't, talk, don't right. tell anybody. Nobody needs to know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, when I saw Get Out, I, I was like just so happy to see so many black faces on the screen. Mm-hmm. When I saw Girls Trip, I felt the same way. I just, it feels nice. Well, yeah, and uh, um, seeing, I mean, from my point of view as a white person, seeing all these black faces on the screen, not being like, wow, can you believe how black they are? This is the black characters. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just, they're the just people and they have other things that are their character. Mm-hmm. They're into things. Like, yeah, it's been, I think there was like this weird shift with, sitcoms where when I was a kid there were there were quote unquote black sitcoms mm-hmm. and then they started putting a black character in every other sitcom and so much of the character was just I'm black. Yeah. Yeah. And they stopped making as many sitcoms about like a whole family or workplace that are all yeah. black people so they have to have different types of characters and you have to see them as like full people. It's very strange. Yeah, I think that it was like an attempt at integration that actually Removed. Well, I mean, removed a lot of yeah stuff. I mean, it's very strange because we did have like Fresh Prince mm-hmm. and I mean the Cosby Show. We had we had so mm-hmm. many good shows. times. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, 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 living single. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then we just forgot. Or well, I mean, I think, we didn't forget. I, but like, I think that there was this push to make every sitcom more diverse, and so it was like. Oh well, we've we've done it by putting a few different types of people in this group that's probably revolving around a white couple, yeah, or whatever. Um, but yeah, and it just sort of mm-hmm. like they don't get to be full people. I mean, I'm still getting scripts where they I want me to audition for something where it's like I'm the black friend, but and I say it like because I'm black. You know, like there's a line usually in there, be like because I'm whatever. I, my life is different or whatever. Do, do, are they calling it out because they're like, we're allowed to do it if we call it out? Or I can't tell. Or it, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if, if they're like, we're self-aware. So it's like a wink. Or if they're like, we have to say it because why else would this person be interesting? Yeah. When it's like, just make a character. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with so many female characters too. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, they, they need more versions of the Bechdel uh, test with different things where you know the Bechdel test if they're yeah. not two two women who are have to be talking about something besides a man in a scene yeah. in a movie um, two and, people who are not white talking about anything but a white person white a culture? white person or or their ethnicity yes yeah because yeah that's that's sh- and that should be I don't know the Bechdel 
Because I don't just talk about my ethnicity all the time. Yeah. I do sometimes, but not like all the time. And I don't just talk about being, I do talk about being a woman all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty frequently. But it's all, it's what I am. It's all I have. That's all I know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Or like if you're um, uh, not straight, Mm -hmm. not just talking about your sexuality all the time. Yes. Or yeah, being a caricature mm-hmm. but also i think on the straight thing or and the and the gay thing like i think it's another i also am not crazy about roles where it's like this character is gay but you couldn't even tell isn't that great isn't that moving forward like well there's nothing wrong with being able to tell there's right. nothing wrong with having a gay character who like participates in gay culture in a way that is obvious yeah why is that bad i think it's only bad if it's like used as a prop for sure but but also yeah let's not ignore yeah people who want to express themselves that way yeah i think that people are trying or like trying to hit the mark and keep like overshooting it in different directions and it's like you know what would really probably hit the mark really well if the people who were making these decisions were of these groups deep sigh Uh, (laughs) yes yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. i mean i think we're getting better i think that like yeah people are realizing that more and more and being like oh maybe we should make sure the showrunner for this is a part of the group that we're talking about or the the writer's room or the whatever like and people are climbing ladders within um production companies and networks and everything um but it's still like very slim numbers like because we hear about like oh Shonda Rhimes and mm-hmm. uh, you know we hear like oh these people are are getting farther and farther but then it's like there's one mm-hmm. or there's two or there's a handful when there's like thousands of those jobs yes so I guess it's important to me to say that like things are getting better because when I talk about this stuff publicly I like I have felt in the past so discouraged by mm-hmm. hearing that stuff and so I want to, I want people to to know like it's a problem, but you, sh- it won't be something you can't surmount. Sure, yeah. Like there's hope. If you are listening, go become a showrunner. <laughs> yeah, what it, what truly. And, unless you're another white dude, we have another. <laughs> Get good at skiing. That's your thing. Right? Yeah. If you're a white dude, hire someone different than you. Yeah. That's what you can do to contribute. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. Who's pick is it um i think i'm done actually all right oh yeah so this is my this is the last one yeah okay um for the last one speaking of white dudes <laughs> oh boy okay <laughs> right down the middle uh learn to fly by the foo fighters oh fun love this song Mm -hmm. i feel like it's a it's not a like fascinating indie choice uh but i i love this song and i think that it's this feels like the end of training like yeah i know what to do with this stuff now yeah um and i uh i i I know how to be a superhero now Mm -hmm. i like the food fighters they're really good at those kind of songs too yeah where it's like the world's gonna be real great now, and we're moving on with the lives. Like, yeah, it's but it's like a cool version of it. It's yes, like, like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They, uh, I also like that they always wanted to be funny. 
Yeah. I feel like they fun. made a lot of like funny videos. Mm-hmm. And, um, not a lot of rock bands do that anymore. Nobody makes videos anymore. Very true. Uh, and it's like, what for? Yeah. Just for people to pass around on YouTube a little bit? Yeah, because they're not getting played on MTV. No. And no one watches MTV. People watch things on their laptop or their phone now. Yeah. Well, and it's, it, they're just, I think there's a high bar for wanting to watch music mm-hmm. because I think people use music more like this where they soundtrack their lives with it. They're yeah. not like, I'm going to sit down and watch this short film to accompany this <laughs> song. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I only do that when I hear about a really cool video. Yeah. And then I'll watch it. I guess it's the only reason to make a video if it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just watched um, Kanye West's Runaway the oh. other day because is that the one where he's a race no it's the um like the long uh it, it was the visual album before lemonade oh. and uh and it's like he falls in love with a bird who is played by Salida Ebanks okay and uh when did this come out it was like early 2000s i think um but i just remember watching it i watched it alone <laughs> and with like a bottle of wine and I was like sobbing by the end of it wow um, the first time I watched it and then I watched it again to to show Nicole Byer because I was like have you seen this it's amazing <laughs> and, and we were both like yeah this is amazing and I can't remember why we stopped talking about how cool it was um, but yeah it was just like a full like, story with all of his songs from his album I mean I think the whole Kanye story got taken over by people disliking him yeah. assuming a personality on him that like I don't think anybody really knows mm-hmm. um, and or forcing a personality on him and the Kim Kardashian stuff like it, it like I I have a weird theory about him yeah um, that he remember he started like breaking down and uh, having to cancel shows and everything and people were like oh Kanye's going crazy I don't think that he was or is I think that he it, I think that um, men are not encouraged to figure out their feelings. Totally. Um, Especially black men. Yeah. And he had gone through an incredible amount of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, His mother died. He got married, became a father, became like a super star. Yeah. Um, And I think eventually all that stuff just starts hitting you in the face. And like, who am I? What am I? What do I, what is even happening to me? How do I feel about any of this stuff? Like anybody would be totally overwhelmed by that. And uh, I think that, yeah, a lot of, I think a lot of men just are not equipped for it. And I think that's the flip side of this or or an aspect of this patriarchy dismantling that I think we're working on um, that, needs to be addressed because yeah i mean that dude is a crazy artist mm-hmm. i mean crazy is not the right word um a uh, uh an extreme and magnificent artist mm-hmm. yeah um and it's so overshadowed by everything else yeah everything around it yeah i think he's incredibly talented i like all this stuff but it's yeah it's really hard to remember how skilled he is yeah when there's all this other like tabloid stuff happening that's the stuff that people those are the stories that people care more about yeah um like even more than what's happening within a movie or a tv show it's the storyline of these famous people's lives which i find that way more boring yeah and i feel like it sets a bar for 
really weird behavior or like uh, a thirst for weird behavior. So to see it where it even doesn't even exist, mm-hmm. where people want famous people to act like weirdos. And then that gives them permission to act like weirdos themselves, which it's like, everybody's just people. Everybody's just people. Everybody's just people. They're trying to figure out what to have for lunch. There was a... Whatever. A Brangelina documentary on the plane that I started watching. Because I was like, I feel like I've heard the story. Maybe they have more information. (laughs) They did not have more information than what was already public info. And it was just like people speculating, being like, well, I think that when he did this movie, that this happened. And it's like, why are we dissecting this so much? It's like... And it's not interesting stuff. It's It's like, it's applesauce. It's a it's, it's pablum. It's also people and their relationships. Yeah. Their relationship happened and fell apart for whatever they were going through. But people were like, well, let's try to figure it out. And how can we shoehorn Jennifer Aniston in this? And it's like, stop. Oh, God, <laughs> all the narratives that people have forced on Je- Jennifer Aniston are for years. so pointless and extreme. Oh, poor Jennifer wants a baby. Really? Does she? Do you know that? Are Did you she sure? Say that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she can't land a man. Are you sure she's not just having a lot of fun? Uh, Bonkin every hot dude that she wants to. Yeah. Bonkin isn't a word. Bonkin. <laughs> Boinkin sounded too, uh, too National Lampoon silly. Like, boink? <laughs> yeah. Um, Stipping, boning. She's boning these dudes. She's, She's boning, boning who she wants. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't want to lock someone down because she doesn't want to get locked down. Mm-hmm. And then eventually she did. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, uh, I mean, I guess we've always been hungry for like, you know, stars and I don't think that's really true no no I think that it was sort of created by tabloids and and magazines they and yeah. and the studios a little bit when this the the whole studio system started people they did want to build people into stars mm-hmm. um and like create relationships yeah and they would use those to like they had types yeah um like this is our ingenue I mean I guess we still do ingenue or bad girl whatever and we use the stories about their personal life to build that stuff up yeah but it does feel like it's gotten um worse well worse and also more boring there are remarkable people in this industry and all kinds of industries don't tell me about somebody until they're remarkable yeah until they've got like a real story worth sharing because otherwise, it's just, as I said, like it's social applesauce that, I mean, I don't know, I probably have a friend I, I could call and hang out with instead and hear about her life instead of mm-hmm. being like, oh, I got to stay up to date on Taylor Swift. Yeah. Hear about all that drama. Yeah. Also, and with so many musicians, it's like, oh, man, this song, they wrote it about, about this, this person. That, yeah. Okay. Well, then what were the 12 other people who wrote that song with them? doing were they all in a relationship with that person yeah most songs are about love in some sort of way so it's like it doesn't have to be about that one person maybe it is about that one person but also yeah again there's a whole factory of people (laughs) creating these songs so they weren't all in love with that one person yeah exactly they all just broke up with john mayer (laughs) (laughs) aren't we all just all (laughs) breaking up with john Uh, mayer yeah it's been a long time i'm still working through my breakup (laughs) with John Mayer when I was Jennifer Aniston. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me. Yay. Um, if you guys, uh, oh, where can people find you? Um, all my social media is at the sheer truth, T H E sheer truth. 
and my special pizza mind is on Amazon. Yeah. And you can also get the uh, the audio, the album on iTunes and Spotify and Amazon. And um, I guess that's about it. Yay. Yay. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner. You can find me on Twitter at, at Eliza Skinner. You can find the podcast on Twitter at, at Cool Playlist Pod. You can also find our website at coolplaylistpod.com, where you can also find a link to our Patreon. Go ahead, become a patron. The podcast is produced by Aristotle Acevedo. The theme music is by Ross Bryant. And the art is by D. Billy from Duchess and the Queen Studio. And me. I helped. Okay, have a good week. <laughs>